This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Joe, what happened at your church about two weeks ago? Well, as you know, we plan things, but planning is one thing. The other is, would the Holy Spirit work for us? And so we just put the chairs out and we called parishioner to provide soups. And we had 23 different types of soups. <laughs> and then five minutes before 11.30, we were a little bit worried because only one or two dropped in. But then suddenly the exodus of other churches came and then we had a great day. I think we were more than 150 in the parish hall. What? And it was, yeah, I tell you, it was a great spirit among us. We mingle among each other. We talk about our faith. Uh, we encourage uh, each other. And uh, Ellie gave a wonderful prayer too as a beginning. And so we were, this is the work of the spirit who brings us together. Ellie, I'm, I'm hearing that this is a work of the spirit, but how long have the three of you been working on getting your three congregations together? There's been connections and relationships ecumenically in the Lower Blue Mountains for a, a really long time. But what we discovered is that Joe, Adrian and I have all become uh, called as ministers to the Glenbrook area in the last four years. So we we're new, we're making friends. And I think it was Joe that really, well, for me anyway, reached out the hand of friendship and said, hey, let's get to know each other. And for us, when COVID hit, we had this tiny little weatherboard church in Glenbrook and we couldn't fit our congregation in with the social distancing rules. And so I reached out to Joe and said, how about you uh, accommodate us once a month so that we can worship together and they open their arms and their doors to us so once a month during that COVID lockdown time when we were allowed to worship but we had to worship in limited numbers we worshipped in the Catholic Church and so that that was the beginning of our friendship and then I met uh, Adrian and we've met together in the pub and had a chat and started dreaming about you know how could we actually extend this friendship that we're discovering and encourage our local congregations to lean into that ecumenical spirit that's always been there but over the years i think just sort of got lost or misunderstood adrian how often are you guys planning to meet together as church congregations after your sunday morning church services we've said look let's see how this goes and we've thrown out their potential youth events and other things that, like ellie said there's been christmas things that have happened previously in the past and and a few things but we're hopeful that we can make this you know a regular thing where we open up our places so that we can welcome in each other can i uh, interfere sorry uh, it's not because i always interfere when my baptist brothers speak uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, but uh, for instance, we have soon the Good Friday concert and some uh, friends from the Baptist Church uh, have put their uh, hand up to be readers of the uh, passages of scriptures. And because Ellie is a little bit far, but between uh, Adrian and uh, my congregation, we share, for instance, on Sunday, the same playground so that our children after the services can come together. And that is what we hope, that the young also into the spirit of sharing rather than uh, judging and taking. And Adrian, how 
different do you think this is? How how novel? It strikes me as quite unusual that three churches are getting together in the same area. How different do you think it is? I've spent seven years in the Kimberley and up in the Pilbara in WA as a pastor. And so for me, I came back to Sydney because I'm from Sydney and I couldn't believe how isolated every church was. And so for me, it's not that unusual, but it is unusual in Sydney, definitely. And in bigger cities, it's almost like churches want to compete with each other. And look, Joe very much is driving a lot of this, I think. But for me, I'm very open to it because I've seen how powerful it can be in smaller communities out uh, in the rural areas. And I think my congregation, I, I, I was actually a bit afraid to put it to them because I didn't know how they were going to respond. And when I did, all I got was, oh, that's fantastic. And I'm thinking there's churches everywhere that just need to integrate and, and, and have that arm of fellowship. For me, it's all about loving your neighbour. And if we can't love the very people who believe in the same Lord, you know, and have a relationship with them, how are we going to extend that to to the community so yeah it's sad that it's unusual but you know hopefully we can go you know what let's focus on what we are similar in and not our differences and recognize that christ is at the center of all this when three of us got together the first time i took a photo i put it on uh, facebook and all my friends who don't go to church liked it and i found that fascinating i i feel that People have a, a, an understanding of what the church is, which is based on judgment and separation and uh, and us just standing together, three of us having a meal, saying, hey, we're going to get together as communities, was a beautiful witness to the wider community to say, actually, we're not all about that. We actually do work together. I think what we're doing is a, a wonderful witness to the wider community that breaks down some of the projections of what they think church is. Joe. If other churches were looking to do this, to actually demonstrate to each other and to the world that, yes, we're in one body of Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, how do you recommend they go about it? What are the first few steps of breaking down some barriers and getting churches together in their local area? The first thing we have always to recognize is is that the Holy Spirit works in us. So it's not us who thrive things. We need only to be open and then you get into a sense that says, yes, the Holy Spirit unites. The Holy Spirit brings together. The Holy Spirit take us out of our comfort zone, uh, bring us into encounter, to share things. Life can be much better if we come together, if we realize how faith is actually not separating. And we have to pray for it. And we did. And so that is where we come together. It's not only human work but realizing that there's a greater purpose. Finally, Ellie, the the blessings to your congregation and to Adrian and Joe's, what do you think they are of gathering together? It reorientates us towards the world. I think coming out of two years of COVID, it's very easy for churches to look inwards. It's about how do we keep afloat? How do we keep going? And this is an invitation to look beyond ourselves and to share our resources. And as Joe's saying, to be led by the spirit out of our comfort zones into uh, witnessing and serving and loving in our wider community together. And we're, somehow we, we know that we're stronger together, but it takes vulnerability and it takes risks 
And it takes an act of faith. And I think that's that's the blessing for our, all of our communities is that by doing this together, our faith is being enriched and we get to share that with others. Not only benefiting our own congregation. The reason why we come together is first to give witness, but also to help local charities to reach out. And so all the proceeds go to Gateway Family Services. That's a wonderful work for our local community. So it's not just ghetto nice things, but also to bring faith beyond our doors. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.